Hello, and welcome to Heaven's Point of View with BJ. We pray that you are blessed by today's program. And now, here's BJ. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to Heaven's Point of View. I'm BJ Pons, and I'm so glad to have you here with me again this morning. Um, today, again, we have a guest. Last week, we had a guest. That was my brother, Greg Trent. We had questions and answers, and it was incredible. If you missed it, make sure you go back and watch it. We answered some questions that were very, very controversial. Um, not everybody was happy with our answers. <laughs> But, you know, it doesn't matter. We spoke scripture and scripture alone. Um, so we talked about, you know, if you commit, if someone commits suicide, are they automatically condemned to hell? You want to go back and listen to see what the answers are to that. Um, as well as we hit a very, very, very hot topic um, about homosexuality. So you might want to go and check that out. Listen to it. We only use the scriptures. We did not use our personal opinions. So it was really, really good. I've gotten a lot of uh, good feedback from that particular program. But today is a whole different program. And we're going to be introducing our guests in just a few minutes. But I want to remind you that camp meeting is this week. I know it's hard to believe it is starting on Wednesday. Um, so make sure that you're praying for the services, pray for the singers, musicians, all the pastors, preachers, everyone. Um, keep everybody in prayer on that, you know, the Lord is using them, that no illnesses or big issues come that will cause a problem. Um, so we want the people to be blessed to come to Camp Me and those that are going to be watching. So remember, it starts Wednesday. You can find it on SBN Live, um, SBN on television, um, the app, on Facebook, on YouTube, <laughs> on Roku. There's like a whole bunch of them. So just <laughs> check it out. You'll find it. Um, also, I will be in Pittsburgh on May 1st with Billy Gaines. We're doing a, a concert and it'll be a wonderful time of ministry. It begins at 4 p.m. Um, on that Sunday afternoon. And it is at 810 Fisher Street in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania at the Lighthouse Church. Then May 13th and 14th, I will be at the Join the House Women's Conference and the um, evangelist that's going to be speaking is Renee Moore. So I believe you will be blessed by her ministry. And then I will be doing a concert um, on that Friday, May 13th at 7 p.m. So um, check that out. That's in Katy, Texas. Uh, so you Houston folks, come out, check it out. So today I won't be able to give any shout outs and all that because... Um, as you can tell, this is pre-recorded. <laughs> I'm getting ready for camp meeting. <laughs> so, so we pre-recorded this program um, for you. And I believe this is going to be a blessing and a real help to some of you who have had questions, who have struggled in this area. And so I invited some very good friends of mine, um, Pastor Steve Chadwick and his beautiful wife, Rita King Chadwick, to come and join me. Um, on this program. So before I let them speak, <laughs> I'm going to say a little bit about them. Um, they are head up Chadwick Evangelistic Ministries. Rita was a former um, director of music at Jimmy Swagger Ministries. As a matter of fact, she's the one that 
the breath of the fledgling up. <laughs> I mean, I had no clue what I was doing when I started and she really trained me well. And, uh, and then her husband was also an associate pastor at um, Jimmy Swagger Ministries at one time before they started their church. Um, so, which they're no longer pastoring, but they pastored for quite some time. Matter of fact, I attended there for a little while, um, House of Hope. And now not only are they traveling in ministry um, in the Chadwick Evangelistic Ministries, but when they're not traveling, they are both chaplains at the Ridgeway Healthcare and Hospice. So as you see, they have a lot of background and you're going to find out how much background in our subject today, which is how do I live in faith with chronic illness? And so I want to welcome Pastor Steve, Sister Rita, welcome to Heaven's Point of View. I'm glad you guys could join me. And uh, go ahead and say, add to your bio that I did not cover if you want to. <laughs> no, I think you pretty much summed it up, BJ. It's, uh, it's fabulous to be with you today. Thank you for inviting us to be on your broadcast. Uh, I, we, we just consider that a high honor to be able to... Uh, to speak to those that, that uh, log on, log in, tune in, and on TV or radio, it's tune in. I guess it's log in over the uh, <laughs> it's internet. The <laughs> however they're seeing it, then uh, I know you, you have a, a big audience, and I know that um, a lot of influence, and so it's a privilege and an honor to be able to speak into the lives of those people that, uh, that give you that platform to do that. So Rita and I are real happy. You want to say hello, babe? I just want to say hello, and to add to my little, I like to write music, so that's, that's probably, right. I like to do that, probably, that's probably the top of my list. Tell them your number one um, song that you've written that is always sung on Jimmy Swagger Ministries and requested around the world all the time. It's uh, I Will Pour Water. And uh, I've even had people in South America want me to translate it in Spanish. Mm -hmm. And uh, so when one of the Spanish pastors recorded it, I was just sure he would sing it in Spanish. <laughs> but he sung it in English. He sang it in English. So, uh, so, you that know, is one I'm of my really favorites that you wrote. Yeah, thank you. She thank wrote, you. also wrote, um, Lift Up Your Hands, Praise His Holy Name. Um, I heard that one today. On the, they played that on Sun Life Broadcasting. Martha Who sang, was sang it? it. Martha sang it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Back in the back in the day, in the Crusade days, who sung it? You sang it, but somebody else did it. I don't know if it was uh, Janet or Marianne or one of them sung it back then as well. So um, she's got quite a quite a bit of uh, beautiful music. I've sung numerous <laughs> yes you have, and I appreciate it <laughs> <laughs> so um anyway let's get into our topic today um right. so I chose you guys to talk about this because of your background not only as pastors dealing with people who have, are dealing with that um and not even because of what you're doing right now chaplain and working with hospice and all that but because of your personal experience i felt like you could give that um i've been there i've done that kind of perspective to this topic so i'm gonna go ahead and put it in your court go ahead and uh tell us what you think about this okay great i'll tell you what i'll do 
I'm gonna let uh, I'm gonna let Rita, if you want to, kind of lead off. You with, go ahead. You want me to? No. Okay. I was trying to be polite. <laughs> but um, so yeah, living, uh, living, living by faith when you're dealing with a chronical uh, condition, whether it be pain or whether it be a sickness. For me, it was pain. Uh, and, and that started back in 2016. And so I've been dealing with it for quite some time. And, and just to give you an idea, because I know a lot of people, pain is a big, big thing. You know, I, I, I thought about, sometimes we always think about heaven. And uh, I thought about, you know, what's going to be the greatest thing about heaven apart from Jesus being there? Because there's so much mm-hmm. with heaven. Yeah. And for me, I thought about the greatest thing going to be apart from Jesus being there is going to be, there's not going to be more pain wow. because I live with it every single day of my life, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year since 2016. Wow. And so, you know, BJ, when I speaking to people about it, you know, I've never really spoke a lot publicly sometimes in my messages, but not not just targeted on it. So it's great that you, you know, the Lord gave you this thought, you know, in the subject matter to cover. Um, but in 2016, my world changed. I just got up one morning. I mean, prior to that, I was healthy. I was agile. I could I exercise. I did all, and I got up one morning. I couldn't hardly walk. Well, long story short, by the end of that day, I couldn't walk. And I was in the hospital and I stayed in the hospital for a week, uh, running tests, trying to find out what was going on, you know, what was happening. And, 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 and it turned out being, uh, uh, I have a, what's called uh, demyelination. And, uh, it's, uh, when the, the nerves in your back, then your uh, that go down your spine, all these different nerves, they have a coating on them, much like a electrical wire has a coating on it. Demyelination is when your immune system, it, uh, it hits that nerve and it strips away the coating. So it's just mm. raw nerve and there's nothing, there's no medical procedure they can do to fix it. Uh, if I remember right, multiple sclerosis, I think, is that except on a huge level. Uh, but mm. so, so I've had to learn to live with this pain. And when I tell you pain, I'm talking about pain I'm, I'm a grown man, as you can see, and, and I consider myself to be strong and all of that, not, you know, but, but I would literally have to get up and, and, and go out of a, a, my office and find me a place to where I could just cry because wow. the pain was so, so intense and so bad. And um, so dealing with all of that, it, it, it caused me to be out of work. I was out of work from June of 16 till February of 17. Wow. And then, and on top of that, we got flooded during the 2016 flood. And, but, but I couldn't work. And uh, I, when I finally did go back to work, it was, you know, doing outside of my, what my quote, quote profession was. And so, um, I would find myself gripped with fear. Mm. That was the big thing for me because I didn't know where it was going, what it was leading to. Am I going to be able to support my family? 
Am I going to be able, you know, am I going to end up in a wheelchair? Because it started off, I couldn't walk. You know, am I going to have to live like this the rest of my life in this in this pain? Because the doctors said then, and they still say today, there's nothing they can do, you know, to, to fix it. There's no fix. Mm-hmm. But BJ, what grabbed me was fear. I was afraid. I was afraid. I, I'll be honest with you. I was afraid I was going to die. I mean, there was times that I was afraid I was going to die. But fear in the life of has no place in the life of the believer. That's right. And for me, being able to over being able to live every day in faith, I had to deal with this fear because it just gripped me. And I didn't realize it at first. I found fear brings on depression. Mm-hmm. When, when when you're afraid, then you begin to close yourself in. You you feel this heaviness and this depression, you know, and and mm-hmm. and you focus all you can focus on is the pain that's present in your body because that fear and, and what the devil's telling you that, that you're not going to get any better. You know, you just, this stuff's going to end up killing you. You're going to die young and you know, all of these things. Wow. And they were so overwhelming for me. I don't know about, you know, Rita, I got some scriptures I'm going to share, but I think before I, I go on, I want to get for you um, with your diagnosis and what you've been dealing with for 12 years now. Um, Kind of talk about that a minute, and then we'll cut, then we'll get into some Bible. I had um, I was diagnosed with a muscle disease that only fifty thousand known cases uh, in the Native Americans and the African Americans were the only ones that it's ever they've ever found uh, in our system. And what it is is it's my body trying to destroy my muscles, hmm. and the very first muscle that it destroyed. Uh, was the left vocal fold in my vocal cords. And uh, you talk about the fear that you're talking about. Yeah. You know, I, for eight months, I sounded like Kermit the Frog. And wow. uh, I, I couldn't speak above a whisper. And I finally, one day, I just cried out to God. And I said, you know, if this is my lot, please don't take my voice. You know, yeah. heal me so that I can, you know, work with my voice and I began to take uh, voice therapy. So, and they actually put my vocal cords up on screen where I could see where the piece that was missing. So I'd learn to speak above or go below to and stay out of that spot. It's never been healed. It's never come back. Uh, and, and it was, uh, I've gone through there, like I said, no, no cure. And even just this week, uh, they tell me that uh, it's it's after my liver, and so trying to destroy my liver. So it's just one battle after the other. Mm-hmm. I have started taking some infusions, which is uh, they take white blood cells from a lot of people, and it takes six hours. I do two different days. They infuse that into my body, and that brought a big turnaround. But I still, you know, every day I never know what's coming next and like I was telling you all ago sometimes singing wasn't always the option because it wasn't there but I could write Mm -hmm. I wrote a lot of healing songs uh, because I could write about what was on the inside you know Um, one of the songs I am healed you know by your stripes I'm healed and I just when I got to where I could sing I just sing to myself and play the piano (laughs) 
uh, you know, until God began to to heal me, and um, and I'm thankful for that. You know, I really, really am. I'm still walking through it, and mm-hmm. I do have times that that I have days that I feel like you know, well, what really is my purpose in life? Mm-hmm. And when I sit in Family Worship Center and I I look and I see you, I, I see Martha. Uh, and when Daryl was there and yeah. just different people that I worked with vocally throughout the years um, and thankful that I had that opportunity, even if you came on, I think four days before camp meeting, four or five <laughs> yes, days, I did. I did. <laughs> you and one other person. And, and, and it was like, man, we, we worked hard, <laughs> but we made it through. That was crazy. I'm thankful for the, the <laughs> gift that God has given me to be able to help people. But when I look at y'all, then it encourages me. That's why sometimes sitting in church when y'all sing some of the songs that I've written, it just really touches my heart. Yeah. Well, so, you know, I know there are many out there that are listening and they're saying, man, I'm right where you are. And now they're they're waiting for that hope. What is it that has sustained you guys through this? Because it's one thing for one spouse to be going through a chronic illness, but for two at the same time to be battling in their bodies to that extent has got to be overwhelming. And especially with your backgrounds as pastors, ministers, you know, you've seen others healed, you've seen others, you know, changed, and yet you're still going through your struggles. Um, go ahead and speak to that. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. So so you know, you know the the pain and I've I mean really got to the place they would literally have to help her to the piano. When we were at House of Hope when it first started, literally they would have to help her two of the other girls would get up and help her get up to the platform so she could play the piano because of the, the weakness in her in her muscles. And, and so as a, you know, as her husband watching that, you know, it's just, yeah, it's painful and and you don't know where that's going. And and it's the same for her. Um, You know, what's going to, I'm sure she's wondered, is he going to be able to work? You know, how is he going to, what's going to happen? What's it going to play out to? And the big part is, is living by faith, like Mm -hmm. your subject matter, you know, living with chronic pain, and, and, and everything uh, by faith, maintaining your faith level in that. Because faith, in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, it says, uh, or maybe it's 12, no, it's 11. Now faith, it's chapter 11, Hebrews 11. Now faith is the substance, and I didn't give you the scripture, sorry. The substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. The mm-hmm. word substance there. It, it really means foundation. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's not like it's a, a, a tangible substance thing, but it's the found it, the, the, it's the foundation. Now faith is the foundation mm-hmm. of things hoped for and the evidence That's of good. things not seen. Yeah. And, and then it goes on to say for without faith, it's impossible to please God. Mm-hmm. So I've got to live as a Christian in faith, if I want to please him according to his word, I have to live in faith, but yet I'm, I'm in pain every day. I have to live by faith, but yet I see my wife suffering and, and in pain every day. 
Mm-hmm. I have to live by faith, but and yet I see other people healed and other people, you know, blessed and and, and I mm-hmm. want you know what's going on, and then I've got all of this overwhelming fear that comes in, and I've got to deal with the fear before mm-hmm. I can ever walk in the faith. That's you right. know, to maintain that faith, I've got to overcome this fear, and God intends on us being able to overcome the fear. Mm-hmm. Um, because faith is my foundation of everything of being a Christian. And, and, and one thing that really helped, uh, I want to talk about fear in a minute, but, but, but you made a comment and it struck me about, about, uh, you know, being a spouse, seeing the spouse and, and, and that, but you know, one thing BJ, I'm always thankful that I'm not in worse condition than I am. Mm, that's good. I see. So I see other people that are yeah. so far uh, in, 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 in way more, uh, that's not the word I want to use. They're a lot worse condition than mm-hmm. what I am. I'm not terminal. I know that now there were times I didn't know whether or not mm-hmm. it was going to be the end of my life, you know, but I, I've yeah. come to accept that I have to live with it. I don't know why, but I have mm-hmm. to live with it. And, and I, I understand that God's in control and that God is sovereign. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't put more on me than I can bear or more on my wife than she can bear or more on us than what we can bear. And the way that we bear it is, is only through faith. Uh, and, and, and so um, the Bible says in Isaiah chapter 43, I love this. It says, uh, beginning with verse one, but now thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel. So God's speaking directly to his people. So it doesn't hurt the text at all to include us in that because through through Christ and through salvation, we're grafted in. So right. he's speaking to us. We're the children of God. We're right. his people. And he says, look, I'm the one that made you. I created you. I formed you. I fashioned you. I know every intricate part. I love Psalm 139. I know every intricate part and detail yeah. of your life. And he, he, so he, he introduces himself as to saying this. And then he says, fear not. Mm. See, Israel's going through trouble. Is, yeah. Israel, you know, they're facing enemies that want to kill them and enemies that want to destroy them. You look mm-hmm. at what's going on today with Ukraine. Perfect example. Exactly. You look how... Putin is is just committing such atrocities mm-hmm. on the people of Ukraine, and 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 you can have whatever political persuasion you want to come up with, but the bottom line is this man is 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 brutalizing. He is he is cold blooded murdering all yeah. of these innocent people, and yeah. just think about the fear that they have and the fear yeah. that grips them. This is what the, these enemies that were coming against Israel would you know would do as they would try to attack them and destroy them but god says listen don't be afraid fear not for i have redeemed you i have called you by name and you belong to me that's right and for me getting learning to live every day and learning to maintain my faith i had to overcome the fear that the devil was going to kill me and take me out of here that's the bottom line i i the biggest when this really came to, to me, and, and I'm sure to Rita because she shared it with me, 
it was, man, we thought we were going to die. We're not going to make it through this thing because mm. it's so, the pain is so incredible. The diagnosis is so bad. The prognosis is so bad. And the enemy uses that fear to pull you down, to pull you out of faith. That's right. when, 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 when Peter would go through the most horrific test of his life, Mm. Jesus, Jesus said, Satan has desired to sift you like wheat. Mm. And Jesus didn't say, Peter, I've prayed that you wouldn't have to go through this. <laughs> That's right. That's he didn't right. say that. That's right. He said, Peter, I prayed for you that when you do go through this, yeah. that your faith will not fail you. Yeah. That's why you need people around you to be able to lift up your hands or to pray for you Absolutely. during those times because it takes all of us. Absolutely. Um, you never know who you're sitting next to in church, what they're going through or mm -hmm. who who's around in your work force. And, and I have people, of course, that's being chaplains uh, and we pray with our, the people we work with all the time. And, you know, many of them don't really know what both of us go through on a daily basis mm -hmm. and I try not to um you know I, I get, get up in the morning and uh, even if I don't want to fix my hair I don't want to put makeup on yeah. and I don't want to get dressed but I get up and I look and then I look at myself in the mirror and I say I'm an overcomer I've got this today mm -hmm. I'm going to get through it uh in spite of of everything that's that's going on and when the doctors give me you know negative bad reports i always remember you know that i, I feel like i wouldn't be here if god didn't want me here right exactly. and so i just tell them just uh you know that just i just add that on the end of the list there's something else to pray for and you exactly. know if you you know it'd be easier for you guys to just sit at home and not go out and help anybody and just deal with your own issues. Cause you've got enough of them. You've got enough on your plate. You know, you're overwhelmed, but yet I'm sure at least it is for me, um, sharing my testimony of things that I've been through actually is a healing, mm -hmm. um, balm to me. It actually gives me strength and it helps me to get past myself and my problems and see somebody else's problems and issues. And in helping them, it actually helps me. So I'm not sure if that works the same way with you all. Um, as you're walking your journey, you're helping other people and it's keeping your focus, not on your own pain and your own situations, but on others and helping others get through. And in the process, God's helping you get through it as well. And I've always told people, find some good music uh, that, that has to do with healing uh, or, you know, get some scripture readings that people like Brother Swaggart's got one that's on healing, um, you know, different ones uh, that I know of. And just fill yourself full of the word of God. And, uh, you know, sometimes I, I sit and I, I, don't, I don't know how much strength that um, I could even pull through to sing, you know, I could maybe do one song, but I don't know how many, I don't know if I could sing a lot 
because of the lack of strength. And so every day I just pray, Lord, help me to, to grow strong because my heart's desire is to serve you. My heart's desire is to be able to, to even write stuff that will minister to people. I had a guy that messaged through to me one day because I was doing a Facebook Live of music, and he, he came through on Messenger. He actually called me, and I actually answered. And he was weeping so hard because he was going through struggles and he needed healing and he he was dealing with fear and he felt like just things just wasn't going to turn around and mm -hmm. he thanked me because through the through the the singing and the ministry you know the anointing and stuff that he just felt things lift wow. and and if i'm here for that reason to help people lift them up then I, you know, I'm thankful for that. Amen. Amen. We, 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 we don't get a, a, a free pass, Christian or non-Christian, believer, non-believer. Mm -hmm. You just don't get a free pass. You know, people say, well, why am I sick? You know, it's a horrible thing to be sick. It's a horrible thing to be in pain. You yeah. know, it's kind of back to Peter thing. He didn't pray that he wouldn't go through it. He prayed that he'd get through it, that his faith wouldn't fail him that he would get through it same thing with isaiah the god says hey don't be afraid fear not I, i'm mm -hmm. the one that made you i'm the one that created that that's a powerful thing it is your creator says don't be afraid don't fear get rid of this fear mm -hmm. i created you and then he says when you pass through the waters i will be with you mm -hmm. and through the rivers they shall not overflow thee when you walk through the fire you will not be burned, neither will the flame kindle upon you. Mm. So he's right with us through all of that. He, he's not saying we're going to go around it. We're going to have to go through it. Mm. Jesus said it rains on the just and the unjust. The sun rises and sets on the good and the evil. Mm. So nobody gets a free pass. And mm. I often wondered why, you know, why am I, why? And, and that's what I'll tell people talking about, Helping other people, get sharing your testimony. Hey, we overcome by mm -hmm. the blood the of the Lamb, the word of our testimony. Mm -hmm. So that's absolutely scriptural and correct. But so, so, but, but people will often ask, and I'll tell them, I'll say, I don't know why. Because, you know, if you're in the ministry and that, that's, they want to ask that why, <laughs> yeah. the why question is completely unfruitful, unproductive. <laughs> and I know everybody wants to ask it, but the, the simple truth of the matter is, is, and I don't mean, this sounds cold and I don't mean it to, but life happens. Mm -hmm. We get yeah. sick, you know, and, and because of the fall, I mean, if you really want a, a biblical reason why it goes all the way back to the fall when mankind fell in the garden of Eden, not only did sin enter in, but, but, but sickness and disease and sorrow and pain and uh, well, I, grief. Yeah, I know some people want to, you know, point a finger instead of, you know, looking at it as God is sovereign. God chooses to do what he chooses to do. And but they have to have an answer. So now they say, well, you just don't have enough faith to yeah. to yeah, get heard that, one. you know, I'm sure. And, you know, but they apply that to a lot of people in a lot of different ways. Well, if you had enough faith, you wouldn't be addicted to this. If you had enough faith, you wouldn't, you know, all these kind of things because people feel like they have to have an answer, but God doesn't 
say that he's going to give us the answers to all these things. And so we have to trust God and that faith that you're talking about, um, overcoming that fear and having faith directly in God that yeah. he knows what he's doing. Yeah. And that even in the midst of our, we don't understand, we don't know why, we have faith to know that God loves us Absolutely. and we can trust yeah. him even if we're going through the hardest struggles and dealing with things we don't understand why. Absolutely. That, that is such a good point. And to your point, listen to this. So he, back to Hebrews chapter 11, um, it, it, it says it's the, the hall of faith. And it's talking about how all these people overcame by faith. By faith, Joseph did this. By faith, Moses did this. By faith, Jacob did. And the, all of these great things, right? Mm -hmm. uh, by faith, I'm in verse 31. This is right exactly to your point about how people say, and that was a good point that you brought up because this is powerful. So I want everybody to listen to me. When people tell you that your faith is not worth, you had enough faith, oh, that is, that is from the devil. I'm going to tell you that yeah. right now. It's from the devil. <laughs> this is the faith chapter in the entirety of the word of God. Beginning with verse 31. By faith, Rahab the, uh, by faith, the harlot Rahab perished not with them that, uh, perished not with them that believed not when she had received the spies with peace. And what shall I say? Uh, for the time would fail me to tell you of Gideon and of Barak, of Samson, Jephthah, David, also Sam, Samuel and the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of the fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, waxed valiant in fight, uh, turned to flight uh, the armies of the, uh, of the aliens or their enemies, Women received their dead, raised to life again, and other. Uh, that, that I mean, that is great, right? These are yeah. great feats that are done by faith. These, I mean, everybody that's shouting on the mountaintop. Yeah, it's easy to believe when you're having those. Mm -hmm. But 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 what about when it goes on and it says that others were tortured? Mm -hmm. And they, he says they they were. They were tortured, not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection. Others, they had trials of cruel mocking and scourging, moreover, of bonds and imprisonment. They were stoned, wow. sawn asunder. That means they were sawn in two. It says they were slain by the sword. They wandered around in sheepskins, goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and in mountains and dens and in caves get this and all these having obtained a good report through faith <laughs> wow all these That's people good that went through that they're mm -hmm. included in the hall of faith and it says Absolutely. they obtained a good report through faith <laughs> let me tell you something the best faith and the i don't say the best faith you can't get any more pure faith than the faith of a believer that 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 stays intact that stays in faith going through tribulation going through pain going through sickness going through a terminal illness that 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 in a lot of cases will be what god uses for whatever reason whatever he allows it that he uses for that person to pass from this life to the next but it is in no means a reflection 
of weak faith, little faith, or no That's faith. Right. It is one hundred percent the very opposite. <laughs> because you, That's good. you, you really get a good understanding of faith and maintaining mm -hmm. your faith when you're going through something like that. Absolutely, absolutely. That is a good word. Where did you start that portion? Because I want to put that on the screen. I, I know you started at thirty-one, but where does that the um, rest of that portion? Start. Well, I read from 31 uh, to verse 39, uh, 40 is the end of the chapter, but 39 is the verse where it said all these obtaining, uh, they, they obtained a good report. So 11, 31 uh, through 40, 31. basically. Okay. So yeah, you guys good. can write that down because I know some of them, um, some of you guys really needed to hear that. And so make sure that you write down these scriptures so you can go back, read Definitely. them, underline them, highlight them, write your notes, because I guarantee you when the enemy comes back at you and says, where's your faith in this God that you're serving now? <clears throat> you know, when you get this report from the doctor that is devastating, you can go back to these words and draw from that. You can draw strength mm -hmm. from the word of God in the midst of your struggle, in the midst of your trial. And we, we weren't promised, you know, a perfect life here on earth, but we were given a perfect God. Amen. And that perfect God Amen. has everything that we need for whatever Amen. situation that we're facing. So if it's strength, if it's, you know, peace, he's going to give it to us. If we go to the well and draw. You know, you have to go to that well and draw, right? The well's Absolutely. full of water, but it's going to stay full of water. You can stay thirsty unless you walk up to that well and draw from it. Right. So, you know, go to your heavenly father. He's got everything you need. <clears throat> so I know that, you know, this is what's sustaining you all. This is what's helping you all go through these trials, through the talk, you know, cause I'm sure, I'm sure there's been somebody in your life <laughs> that's, that's had something negative to say. Cause I constantly have negative people. Sure. I mean, they just feel like it's their job to text me or email me negative stuff about myself. I'm like, okay, yeah. whatever. No, yeah. Yeah. So, if you were living right, I've had more faith or this or that. I've been, I've had that told to me so many times and I actually got very upset at a woman and, uh, I told Steve, I said, I'm not going to stand and listen to this. Yeah. This has nothing to do with my faith, you know, because my whole life is, I've, I've not known any life except under a doctor's care, mm. but God has sustained me and he's kept me for a reason. And, and I feel like, you know, there's a purpose and I, you know, I tell a lot of churches, they don't have Sunday night services anymore. And a lot of them don't have Wednesday night. But if you're in a, a church that is Holy Spirit filled and anointing, mm -hmm. every time that door opens, you yeah. know, you say, well, I can sit home and watch it. Yeah, you can. And yeah, you could feel the anointing. But there's just nothing like being in the atmosphere, being in the room full of people that are just on fire for God. That's anointed the music. It's just, Man, and, and you, you leave there. If you had depression or you felt down, you leave there uplifted. And mm -hmm. so you need to do everything you can. Don't hang around the house. Get out. Go somewhere. <laughs> you know, get involved. Find somebody else that's worse off. You know, when I, when I was 15 years old, 
because I had been burned when I was six and a half years old, 50% of my body, a third degree burn. And I'd gone through a lot. I went through a lot of skin grafts, a lot of surgeries. I became so feel sorry for myself and I can't wear this. And I just was like depressed big time. And my dad says, I want you to go in there and put you on a nice dress. I'm going to take you somewhere. Now, mind you, when I got burned, I was in a hospital for, for about, you know, seven months. And, but my parents couldn't afford that. So they moved me to a children's convalescent home. Once I came out of there and was able to go home at, you know, at like probably, I guess, eight years, maybe nine years old. Uh, when, once I came out, then later, like I said, when I was 15, that day, my daddy took me back to that place, that mm -hmm. convalescent home where those children were. Mm -hmm. When I saw a little kid in there with no arms and no legs, yeah. I said, God, yeah. forgive me. I have arms and legs. I can cover up my scars. And that little baby's laying there just laughing and smiling and happy. Yeah. We went down all through that whole home mm -hmm. seeing children that were in worse condition than I was. There's always something to be thankful for. That's thankful that we have a voice. Thankful that we've got <laughs> arms and legs. Thankful that we can walk. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes we may have struggle walking, maybe struggle getting up or down, uh, you know, but there's always something to be thankful for. And I believe that God left me here to try to, you know, to help people to get through their struggles and the best that they can. Because, man, a lot of people go through them. I think right. probably everybody goes through something. I tell you what, if if you, the Lord had allowed you to be taken out during that fire when you got burned, I don't know where I'd be because you had a strong hand in me getting out of an abusive relationship that was destroying my very soul. I mean, I was suicidal at that time. Nobody had any idea, but I was struggling to go through the things I was going through. And then here comes this headstrong woman. <laughs> I was determined that I was going to stand up on my own two feet and, you know, move forward in my life. And I did because I had you there. And had you not been there, I don't know if I'd have had anybody else. There was no one else that was strong enough to stand up against uh, my ex and and get me to get up on my own two feet and move forward. So, you know, God has a purpose for every single person and you sure. might be in a chair, you might be in a hospital. I guarantee you, if you've got breath in your lungs right now, God still has a purpose for you. Okay. you sure pray for the nurses coming in and out of your room, the doctor that's working on, you don't know what that doctor goes home to every day. You don't know what that nurse goes home to every day. They might have children that are sick. They might have an abusive spouse. They might have an addiction that they're dealing with. You wow. might be the person that God's put in that spot to be the prayer warrior for them if you can't do anything else. Absolutely. So um, always, I like what you said, Rita, there's always somebody else that is worse off. And I believe that person is just has no breath in their lungs, you know, because if you have that breath, then you're definitely better off, right? Because you're yeah. able to still do. Go ahead, Pastor Steve. Did you have any other... Um, points you wanted to make well, before we begin to wrap it up? Yeah. Um, 
you know, the, uh, the, the, just the, the fear thing, um, the fear can grip you in, in when you're dealing with chronic sickness, chronic pain, chronic depression, fear is such a key factor. You know, there's, there's, I'm told I hadn't counted, but I'm, I've been told and I heard um, numerous times by, by, uh, uh, worthy sources that there's over 365 times in the Bible to where we are told not to fear wow. or don't be afraid. It may not be fear, not, it might be, don't be afraid. Mm-hmm. 365 references. Wow. That's pretty powerful because yeah. there's 365 days in a year wow. and God's got a, a verse. God's got a scripture for you for every, every single day, day of the year that yeah. will encourage you. Don't mm-hmm. be afraid. Don't be fearful. Look, you may, you may not, you may not go around like Peter didn't go around, mm-hmm. but even if you go through, you're not going through alone. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to be afraid because it's a win-win situation. Yeah, You know, I came to realize it's a win-win situation. Yeah. I'm either going to make it here mm-hmm. or I'm going to make it there. <laughs> That's right. And I'm going to make it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? One way or the other, I'm going to make it. And, mm-hmm. and, and the, 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 the fear thing, do, Christ addressed all of this. Mm-hmm. Every single bit of this Christ has taken care of. Absolutely. And and we have to put our faith and our confidence in him. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want us to be fearful. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I, I shared that song with you. Um, I'm no longer a slave to fear. And listen, if if man if out there Google that song, what's <laughs> the guy's name that doesn't yep. remember his name? If you just Google it, it'll come up. And Absolutely. that's the song. BJ that really, really helped me because when I was battling it, when it, when I finally realized what it was that was trying to take me down, I mean, I got to a really low place mm-hmm. and I finally realized what it was that was trying to take me down. I would go into my room and pray. We had a room prayer closet. It was actually a room, but, but I would go in there and Rita had made a, 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 a list of songs that we would just put on to pray by. And that's, that song was on there. Mm-hmm. And at first I thought, oh man, God, that, 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 that's depressing, <laughs> but that was just the devil, you know, Yeah. because, but I, it kept playing and, and then it got in my spirit mm-hmm. and what it's saying is so true. You don't have to be a slave to fear because you are a child of God. That's right. That is the thing. And fear, listen, um, the Bible says that, that he hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of mm-hmm. power and of love and of a sound mind. Fear is not from God. It's from the devil. And he's given you what you need to overcome it, his son, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and when he died on the cross, he completed everything that needed to be completed. The only thing we need to do now is simply believe. And he takes care of the rest. And believing's easier said than done. I get it. But, <laughs> but, yeah. but uh, that, that, I mean, for me, BJ, that's the way it worked. And I, I still am, I'm still in pain. I still have to deal with my pain. But I got over that fear. And it changed, it changed my life 
It brought me up out of that pit of mm-hmm. despair and depression. And, and, and I can live, I can live by faith Amen. every day with chronic pain because I've overcome the I've fear overcome. because he mm-hmm. overcame it. That's right. I'm going to sing a little bit of that song. Um, I love this song and I hadn't heard it in a while. When you said that, I was like, oh, I love that. So I put up the lyrics real quick. Um, hopefully I can remember how it goes. Totally. Sing, girl. It goes, uh, you unravel me with the melody. You surround me with a song of deliverance. From my enemies till all my fears are gone. I'm no longer a for I am a child of God. I'm no longer a slave to fear, for I am a child of God. I love this verse. From my mother's womb, you have chosen me. Oh, love has called my name. I've been born again into your family. Your blood flows through my veins. Hallelujah. I'm no longer a slave to fear. For I am a child of God. I'm no longer a For I am a child of God. Amen. 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 Eve, I want you to go ahead and um, talk directly to those that are listening and then pray for um, them this this evening or sure sure wow thanks so much for uh, for watching and for listening and listen if if you're that person if you're that one that's struggling with your faith that's struggling with chronic pain chronic sickness, depression, whatever it is that's gripping you and that has a hold of you and that's causing this overwhelming fear to bring you into that place of despair, despondency, and, and that you're not going to make it. That's mm-hmm. the enemy. And mm-hmm. you don't have to live that way. You don't have to deal with fear every day of your life because God loves you so much. He loves you so much mm-hmm. that 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 he, his perfect love for you will cast out and dispel every bit of that fear. Mm-hmm. If you'll trust him, if you'll place your trust, your faith, your confidence wholly in him to lift that off of you, he'll take it from you. And I want to pray with you 
and I'm going to ask God to help you. But you've got to be willing, like BJ said, the well's full of water, but you got to be willing to let that barrel down in there and get it and drink of it. And so we're going to say this prayer, but moving forward from this prayer, when the enemy's going to come in and try to, try to, he's going to try to overwhelm you. He's going to try to tell you, oh, that don't work. That's a lie of the devil. Mm -hmm. And that's where you've got to stand firm in what you believe. You stand firm in what God's word says, not what the devil tells you up in your mind to try to bring you down. So father, in the name of Jesus, I pray right now for every individual who's underneath the sound of my voice. Lord, they're in pain. Even now, God, the tears are just running down their cheeks because they're hurting so bad. And they know, they know what we're talking about because they're experiencing it because they have to live with it and contend with it mm -hmm. on a daily basis. And the fear is gripping their heart that they're not going to make it. They're going to lose their home. They're going to lose their family. They're going to lose their spouse because of this sickness, because of this pain. They're going to lose their life. Well, right now, in the name of Jesus, I take authority over that fear. I command that spirit of fear and that spirit of heaviness to be lifted off of them. I command the oppression of the devil to, to, to be lifted off of them. And God, I'm asking you that you would just endue them with a power like they've never known before. Lord, cause their faith to be stirred up, God, by the word that has gone forth tonight. Cause that word to activate the faith that is within them. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So let the faith that they have be activated Yes. Let them know who they are in Christ Jesus. Yes. Give them the boldness and the yes. courage. Hallelujah. Fear not. Fear not. Be courageous. That's the word of the Lord to you. Don't be afraid, but be bold and be courageous. Hallelujah. And that fear is lifting off of you in the name of Jesus you walk upright with your head held high, knowing full well, full well you are a child of God and fear has no grip on you because God's perfect love has dispelled, cast out, and done away with every bit of that fear that has been upon your life, child of God, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Amen. That was beautiful. Beautiful. Well, thank you guys so much for being on my program today. This, I believe, really, 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 really helped some people today. Amen. And um, I know there's so many. I get the prayer requests and the texts and the emails about those that are struggling in this way. So thank you all for speaking to them and being open and honest and transparent about it because you know nowadays everyone's put on their their front and like oh everything's great too blessed to be yeah. stressed right, <laughs> and right. you know and uh <laughs> sometimes it's you know a fake confession of faith we want to be real sometimes and i'm i thank y'all for being real um with thank with you. our people thank today you if you guys are interested in having them come to your church the minister i have it um, running across the screen right here, their contact information, Reverend Steve, one, two, three at Gmail, 
or Rita King Chadwick at yahoo.com. So check those um, things out. You can contact them directly. Um, if you would like to know more about me, just go to bjministries.com and you can find more information there. Don't forget about the things we've got coming up in Pittsburgh and in the Houston area, camp meetings this week. Don't forget to tune in. You're going to be blessed. It's going to be phenomenal. I'm so excited. I'm really excited to have Tommy Bates on um, Thursday night. That's going to be awesome as well. Um, So, yeah. So we're going to have church this week. (laughs) I'm excited. I'm excited. So be blessed, you guys. Take this word. Share it, please. Share this program in your in your groups and to your family and friends, um, because you never know who you're going to touch. God may be using you by sharing this to others. You know, God uses whatever he can. If he can use a donkey, he can use social media. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, but he needs you to push the buttons and to share it so that others that may just come across it by accident um, can be ministered to and changed and helped all right well thank you pastor steve and sister rita i love you guys and you guys out there you guys out there huh thanks for having us oh you're more than welcome and we're going to do it again we're definitely going to do it again and uh you guys in facebook youtube land out there y'all have a blessed week and don't forget tell somebody today that Jesus loves them. All right. I love you. See you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today. For more information about BJ Ministries, you can go to www.bjministries.com. We look forward to being with you again next week.